show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's jump out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. She uh, is on the broadcast, of course, for AT&T Sportsnet for the Utah Jazz. She's our good friend Kristen Kenny. Hi, Kristen. How are you today? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, we're doing all right these days. Uh, you know, these types of days on the air are a little bit uh, difficult sometimes, mm-hmm. but also compelling because this is a, not only a, a big sports story, but it's a, a big worldwide story, and everybody kind of has that interest. So it's it's one of those complicated things. How how do you view a day like today? Yeah, it, it hits really hard. I mean, getting the news yesterday, you're pretty much in shock, kind of the message from all of the guys today after shoot around just a feeling of shock um and then today becoming more real and um so today was a heavy day showing up to zbbc and 9 30 meeting um president of the jazz uh, addressed um the the devastating news of kobe and his daughter and the other family um and you know that's when it really hit um it's flooded with memories and what he's done for the for the league, for our generation of players, um, and like you said, the world. So it's such an impact. And you guys uh, heard from Rudy and, and Ed and Donovan and Coach today, and heavy day. What's your uh, take on the way younger players view Kobe Bryant? Uh, what What sense did you get through your prism? I think, you know, for me, too, because I grew up watching Kobe and um, he was the MJ of this generation for these guys. He was the person that they knew. Rudy said that he knew Kobe. It was Kobe, LeBron, same with Donovan, Kobe and Bron. Donovan was always a, a Bron fan, so didn't really like Kobe on the court back in the, <laughs> when he was on the court. But, um, yeah, those are the guys that they watch and emulate it. And I think what really resonates with so many people is even beyond the sport of basketball is the, the amount of work um, he put into his craft. And whether or not that's in the sport of basketball or whether or not that's in, you know, any profession – that resonates with people, just the grind mentality and how much he was a master and, and put into that, to what he loved. And you could feel that. And everybody talked about that. Um, and, yeah, it just transcended so many different generations. And they are who they are because of a player like that, you know. And I understand he actually had an impact on your life. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, I it's, it's something that's... Um, hit me more today this morning when I was thinking about it because I unfortunately wasn't in the NBA to cover Kobe when he was playing and um, I had just come on with the Jazz right after his retirement so the beginning of 2016-17 season but before I even got into sports I was at public broadcasting in Orlando and I was sitting at a sandwich shop um, right across the Grand Bohemian and nobody was in the sandwich shop except for myself and across uh, Kobe Bryant. And I just remember kind of like feeling, whoa, this is crazy. My heart was sinking, like really nervous. Like, I can't believe it's Kobe Bryant. How do I play it cool? (laughs) Um, 
and I was, you know, studying and, and doing a lot of work like I normally do and working on a variety of different things and really trying to get into sports at that time. But my first job was in public broadcasting and um, we ended up having a nice conversation that felt like I think it was like a 10 minute conversation just about work ethic um, and about the grind and uh, believing in yourself and your strengths and, and hustling. Um, and it was pretty amazing. He was so down to earth and just approachable. And um, I, that memory is more vivid on today and, you know, going through this and it just was shocking to me that somebody of that stature would, would take the time to offer that guidance and to say to me, you know, I'll believe in myself and, and push through and keep writing my notes as I do and studying and, and always learning and working hard. Um, so that that's something that hit me today, and I'll remember that forever. One of the cool aspects to Kobe was his emphasis on his own family and his kids and the way he wanted to spend time with them. That resonates with all of us. Whether we're single mm-hmm. or married or have kids or don't have kids, that's just a nice sentiment. Yeah, I. it's um, really hard knowing that his daughter was with him and how close they were and what the family must be going through and um, being a family person and, and myself, like I, I don't have kids, but um, I've experienced loss. I've experienced loss of my dad. And, you know, it's, it's moments like this where it brings people together, knowing that you just never know something so routine, right? Um, he was always on a, that was his commute. That was what he, <laughs> that's how he got around. And, something so routine and something can just happen at any given moment. And it does put it into perspective that, you know, family is, uh, is everything. Um, close friends are everything and to love the people around you and don't take it for granted. Um, it's, it's moments like this that remind me more of that and maybe trigger memories from the past of, you know, dealing with loss and grief. And at this time, every, you know, a lot of people are grieving a lot of coach Quinn Snyder and the relationship that he had with Kobe and, you know, our players, Ed, um, in particular, talking about that today. So people are grieving, and it's just important to really appreciate the time we have. It's nowhere near as important, certainly not as meaningful as life itself. But wanted to ask you, uh, since we have you on, about what you're seeing from the Jazz uh, in the way that they are pursuing to fulfill their potential the way Kobe did. I mean, it's it's been pretty impressive what uh, the way they've been competing. Yeah, and I think that's a common thread, and it's interesting if you look at the coach spent a time with Kobe, and the kind of mindset can be, maybe you can draw some similarities between the two of them about just the work ethic and the focus and the commitment and hearing stories from Ed today about how locked in he was and he'd show up for practices expecting it to be maybe a, an hour, but then they go for two hours, three <laughs> So it, it's a it's just a passion, a commitment, and you see that with our guys. You see that starting from the top and working its way down. Um, today, the guys were saying that, you know, Kobe would be out there, out there playing, out there competing, out there hustling. So I think that's really how, you know, you look at how you approach a game um, coming off of something like this and how you get your mind right for a game and, the guys are saying, hey, this is, he'd be out there competing and would want that and would want to battle and play hard and, and put the work in. So I think that's what's getting them through. I think 
Um, that's the work ethic, the, the jazz that Coach Quinn Snyder instilled in his players, and they've embraced it. It's pretty amazing to see that. Well, Kristen, thank you very much, as always, for jumping on the show. We really appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the broadcast tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kristen. Kristen Kane, uh, Kinney, AT&T Sportsnet. Her interview uh, today brought to you by our friends at Divi. Divi, the modern financial platform for business, so you can spend smarter. Get Divi.com. That whole idea about the way people compete, Jake, you've heard me say it a thousand times that that's how that's why that's how I fell in love with sports in the first place. To what what's worse than seeing people go out and just lollygagging, you know? And that certainly wasn't what Kobe did. And uh, I think uh, Christian was onto something. It's it's not the way the Jazz play. Uh, I love that sense of competitiveness. I don't need to see it necessarily off the court. Like when you and I come in here and you're always wanting to look at what I'm wearing and see how what you're wearing compares to it. I constantly do that. That kind of competition I could do with that. But on the court, on the field, on the diamond, uh, that's what makes these guys great, and I love it. Can't get enough of that. Well, man, if you didn't like, if you don't like lollygagging, you must have really hated the 2019 <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies. Seriously, what an embarrassment! <laughs> Coming up they next, were, you know what that makes them lollygaggers. Uh, Howard Beck of the Bleacher Report is going to join the show, but Howard also uh, covered Kobe on the Laker beat for the first seven years of his career, and Howard has just a terrific piece up at the Bleacher Report. Uh, talking about covering Kobe's entire career. Very excited to talk to him coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.